<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Hello there. Welcome to episode 12 of the Great Connections Podcast. Hey there. My name is Chloe. Join me as we get to know the stories of overseas Filipinos and listen in on what it's like to make a living in a new country away from home. The Great Connections Podcast brought to you by the Freebie app. Discarteng Pinoy, Discarteng Freebie. In this episode, we will talk about voting. As the 2022 elections inch closer by the day, we should recognize our roles as Filipino citizens because the future of the country rests on how seriously we take our responsibility to exercise our right to vote. Nandito ka man sa Pilipinas o abroad, may karapatan kang bumoto. Today, we've invited a very special guest. He is the longest-serving spokesperson of the Commission on Elections, commonly known as the COMELEC. He is also the director of COMELEC's Education and Information Department. A firm believer in the ability of social media to empower voters and in the capacity of empowered voters to shape a better future. Let's all welcome to the podcast, Mr. James Jimenez. Hi, Sir James. Kamusta po kayo? Hi, Chloe. I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Marami tayong pag-uusapan, Sir James. Marami kamang itatanong. But first... Ano pong, uh, what's keeping you busy in this pandemic? Well, right now, the most important thing really is the ongoing sat- uh, ongoing registration process. Nagpaparehikita ng mga kababayan natin para makaboto. At syempre, kasama dyan yung overseas voters. Napakahalaga na, na sektor sila ng, ng ating voting public. So, uh, yan talaga ang pinagkakaabalahan natin dahil napakalapit na ng deadline, Chloe. No? Opo. Uh, for 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 uh, overseas registration the deadline is actually uh, september 31 that's the end of september right the last day of september oo and then meron pang isa kasing deadline for ano overseas voters yung transfer naman and Mm-mm. that's even closer we're already in the mid- we're already in the tail end of july ang deadline ng transfer for ng for overseas voters is actually the end of august So, you oh, know, wow. yung, isa, yung isa may dalawang buwan pa tayo, itong isa naman, itong transfer na for a lot of people, very relevant pa rin, eh, mas malapit ang deadline, August na. So, Sir so James, are, ano pong yeah. pinagkaiba nun? Ang pinagkaiba nun, yung September deadline, yan ay para doon sa mga magpaparehistro for the first time or yung nawala sa listahan pero magpaparehistro na ngayon or mm-hmm. yung mga nalipat. No? Nalipat overseas. Opo. Yung second deadline, yung August, yun yung mga Pilipinong nasa overseas voting system, registrado na sila sa overseas, pero lilipat sa local. I no? see. Okay. Alam mo, oh, alam mo dahil sa pandemya kasi, ang daming na ang daming na repatriate na Pilipino. Correct. And, and, and yung mga Pilipinong na repatriate, eh hindi naman lahat nakabalik. Right? So yung mga hindi nakabalik, a lot of them want to vote here in the in the Philippines. So if they if they're going to vote on May May 9, 2022, they're going to have to transfer their registration. So yun yung deadline, yun yung August na deadline. Transfer of registration from overseas voting to local. 
Right. And well, that is a pretty steep deadline to also meet, no? Hindi lang para po yeah, sa inyo sa Comelec, uh, kundi para na rin dun sa mga uh, nangangailangan na mag-register ulit ng local at yung mga first-time mm-hmm. voters overseas kung nasan man sila sa mundo. Now, for mm-hmm. our listeners, Sir James, can you tell us the scope of your role? Ito na as a spokesperson of Comelec. Ano po bang kailangan nating gampanan? Uh, bilang tagapagsalita ng Comelec, as spokesperson ng Comelec, my role is basically to, well, to articulate the positions of the commission. Basically, ako yung nagpapaliwanag kung bakit ginagawa ng commission yung ginagawa niya. Um, ako din nag, nag-i-inform sa publiko, sa mas malawak na publiko, tungkol sa mga proyekto at mga activities na makaka-apekto sa kanilang karapatan bumuto. Um, medyo maraming layers yan, pero let's simplify by saying na pag may announcement to the general public, usually sa akin nagagaling. Uh, halimbawa, yung mga deadline. Alam na ng mga political parties yan, obviously, nasabi na namin yan. And, and syempre, may mga grupo na talagang trabaho nilang alamin yung mga ganyan deadline. Pero doon sa mas malawak na publiko, na kung tutuusin, no, paminsan-minsan lang naman naiisip ang halalan, eh ako yung dapat umaabot sa kanila. Ako yung dapat Mm-mm. na nag-reach out para mapaliwanagan sila. Frontliner ka pa talaga, pala talaga, Sir James. No? Kunya, ikaw talaga Medyo. dapat ang may isip namin kapag uh, kailangan namin ng much-needed information, knowledge, mm. uh, siguro pangungulit. Lalong-lalo na sa mga botante natin at gano'ng ka-importante yung role natin as voters, not only in the Philippines, but also itong diaspora ng Pilipino na nasa ibang bansa. Thank you so much It's for okay. sharing all of that, Sir James. Ito na yung, I guess ito na yung pinaka-interesting at saka... Um, isa sa mga pinaka-interesting at talaga nabang in, in, informative na episode uh, dahil pag-uusapan natin yung voter education. And it's a high yeah. time that we get into this whether, yun nga, boboto ka sa Pilipinas or otherwise. Uh, Sir James, ito po yung question na malamang siguro nasa isipan ng maraming nakikinig sa atin sa podcast. How are we looking at the 2022 presidential election? Ano yung mga general thoughts mo dyan, Sir James? Mga pwedeng pag-usapan natin sa potential candidates, endorsements, and alam mo na, yung mga ganyang uh-huh. usapin. Well, una-una, isang napaka-matimbang na halalan itong darating na halalan. Mm. This is a very consequential election. It's so important na, na, na kailangan talaga nag all out ang effort natin to get people to register and to participate. Uh, we consider it an essential activity, especially during this pandemic. Uh, most importantly, ito po, mga kaibigan, ay presidential election. Hindi ito basta-bastang halalan lamang. Itong halalan na ito, ay mapapalitan natin yung kasalukuyang Pangulo and therefore, yung buong administrasyon. Diba? Uh, mapapalitan mo yung senador, bis- ang, ang presidente, sorry, ang pangalawang Pangulo, papalitan mo yung mga senador, papalitan mo yung mga congressman, lahat ng congressman. No? Isang buong, ano yan, isang buong kongreso yan, papalitan Lawmakers. Mo. L- lawmakers, no? Uh, and and syempre kasama diyan yung party list. All right? So Correct. para sa overseas Filipinos na mga kapatid natin, hanggang diyan ang halalan. President, vice president, senator, and members of Congress including party list, right? Mm-mm. Pero for the rest of the Filipinos na nandito sa Pilipinas, yung mga 61 million na botante dito sa Pilipinas, voting for more than 100,000 more than 100 million Filipinos, we will also be voting for local elections. So voting right. din tayo clearly for governor, vice governor, mayor, vice mayor, tapos lahat ng provincial council, municipal council, lahat yan. 
So, lahat ng local chief executive, lahat ng local na konseho, ihahalal natin. So, ganyan kalaki yung halaga. Sabay-sabay. No? Sabay-sabay, isang araw lang. Ngayon, malaki at matimbang. Bakit matimbang? Obviously, because nasa gitna tayo ng pandemya, kung sino yung sasalo ng administrasyon sa susunod na, na termino, yung simula ng, ng July 1, Pinasa kanya na ngayon yung trabaho na na dalin tayo palabas ng pandemya. Correct. Nasa kanila na yung trabaho para para iangat tayo mula sa mga problemang dala ng pandemya. At napakaraming problemang dala ng pandemya. Obviously. Nandyan ang taas ng bilihin. Nandyan ang, ay, syempre, yung, yung, yung takot sa kalusugan. Nandyan yung pagmamahal ng, ng mga bilihin nga. Nandyan yung kawalan ng trabaho ng marami. Like I said, more than 600,000 ang 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 alam kong na na repatriate na Filipino overseas workers and and these Filipino overseas workers are not there for their health right i mean they're there to make a living Absolutely. so kuno wala silang trabaho kuno wala silang trabaho ako napakalaking impact noon and 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 so yan yung yan, yan naman yung weight ng halalan yan kasi ang ang ipapatong mo ngayon sa balikat ng mga mananalo uh, kaya napakahalaga na ang pagpili natin, hindi nawawala sa isip natin na yan ang at stake. Na hindi lang ito, hindi lang ito pagpili ng paborito mo o yung pinakagwapo o yung pinakamagaling sumayaw. <laughs> Magaling sumayaw. <laughs> Oo, di ba? Kailangan, yung, yung sasalo ng, ng administrasyon, kaya saluhin lahat ng problema. Hindi ko pa nga nababanggit yung local problems natin dito. Halimbawa ngayon, for the last week, solid, Chloe, hindi tumigil ang ulan. Kaya baha-baha. Ibang klase ang baha sa Metro Manila. And and when when you talk about flooding in Metro Manila, you're talking about uh, flooding in an area that really affects the entire nation. Right? Mm-hmm. Nandito yung ano eh, nandito yung sentro eh. Correct. So, we also need someone who will help us through environmental crises. Because this is an environmental crisis, hindi lang ito ano eh. Hindi lang ito infrastructure, although that's a big problem as well. Uh, masasabi mo rin na, infra- na, na environmental catastrophe ang nagaganap dito ngayon. Mm-hmm. No? Um, at the start of this year, tatlong sunod-sunod na super typhoon ang, ang tumama sa Pilipinas, resulting in the loss of, in, in loss of lives, in loss of livelihoods, in, in, in money lost, basically. Right? But also to really educate ourselves as voters, Uh, sino ba dito sa mga uh, candidates na to ang makakasagot ng mga naitanong mong naitanong mong mga mga listahan ng mga responsibilidad makakasagot diyan makaka uh, kumbaga will will take on the obligation itong sa susunod na administration and since you touched base on um, kung sino yung mga dapat nating piliin in a nutshell no sir James ito naman ang tanong ko sa iyo um, ano bang kailangan na homework o assignment na, na dapat gawin ng isang botante na nandyan ngayon sa Pilipinas at yung nasa abroad? Ang palagi kong sinasabi, Chloe, is uh, unang-una, first step talaga, uh, alamin mo kung ano yung core values mo, mm-hmm. kung ano yung pinaniniwalaan mo sa buhay, kung ano yung paninindigan mo. Sabi nga ni Katy Perry, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Ayan, gusto ko yung so, reference mo, Sir James. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Mahalaga na alam mo kung ano yung paninindigan mo. Kasi kung hindi mo alam yung paninindigan mo, paano ka magsisimulang pumili ng kakatawan sa'yo? Because remember, the people you elect into office, Correct. representante mo yan. 
representative mo. Magtitiwala ka ba sa isang representante na iba ang paniniwala sa'yo? Siyempre hindi, di ba? Nataliwas. So, start, there. Oo, start there. Kailangan magkatugma kayo hanggat maaari. Pangalawa, maghanap ka ng kandidato na meron namang kakayanan. Di ba? Huwag naman yung kandidatong pogi lang or maganda lang. Kailangan yung kandidato mo meron kakayanan na makikita mo sa iba't ibang paraan. Hindi lamang education, ha? hindi lang hindi lang college degree ang pinag-uusap. Not only basic qualifications. Oo. Tandaan natin, isa sa pinakamahusay na pangulo ng ng Pilipinas, si uh, yung yung nasirang uh, um, magsaysay. Uh-uh. Was, uh, was a mechanic. Was a car mechanic at the start. So, huwag nating mamaliitin yung mga kandidato na hindi, sa tingin natin, ay hindi umaabot sa antas ng edukasyon or ng accomplishment na naiisip natin. Tingnan natin yung yung accomplishment niya bilang kawani ng gobyerno. Uh-uh. Tingnan, kung hindi man siya naging kawani ng gobyerno, anong ginawa niya para sa bayan nung siya ay pribadong mamamayan? No? Uh-uh. Private citizens help people also. And that's important to look at. So, tingnan natin yung leader na may kakayanan. And finally, alamin natin yung leader na may vision. Yun. Ang problema kasi kuminsan sa mga politika natin, nakasulat sa kanilang mga bituin. Ikan, <laughs> ano? Oo. Desk, run for office. Magandang apelido. Uh, ang tatay, pang, uh, may posisyon. Mm-hmm. Ang, ang nanay, ganito. Ang, ang uncle, ganyan. So, maraming maraming dahilan kung bakit tumatakbo ang mga tao. Pero sana, ang tingnan natin, ay yung taong tumatakbo na merong alam na patutunguhan. Merong vision. Meron siyang, meron siyang tinatarget na lugar para sa Pilipinas at sa Pilipino. Right. Importante kasi yan dahil hindi naman forever tayong sangkahig sa toka. Diba? I mean, I know nakakaipin tayo, but ultimately, tignan mo, konting sakuna, hirap. Konting, konting pagigipit, dapa. Hindi pwedeng ganyan. Dapat inaangat ang Pilipinas at ang Pilipino sa pamamagitan ng, ng tamang pamamahala or good mm. governance. Correct. And that is what we need most now, especially in the middle of the pandemic. Alam mo, Chloe, uh, ma- maiba lang ako ng konti. Yes, Marami nagtatanong, bakit nyo itutuloy yung halalan sa kalagitnaan ng pandemya? Alam mo, mga, mga timang naman kayo. Kita nyo mga kilikado lumabas, magpapahalalan pa kayo. Bakit nga ba, Sir Alam James? Mo, anong sagot dyan? Oo, oh, diba? Oh. Oh, oh. Ang sagot dyan, precisely because nasa gitna tayo ng pandemya. Look, ang pandemya, ang exposure sa pandemya, pwedeng kontrolin. Pwede kang maging safe sa gitna ng pandemya. May risk, yes, oo. Pero kung, ma- kung maingat ka sa sarili mo, maingat mm-hmm. ka sa kasama mo, maingat yung pupuntahan mong lugar, safe ka eh. Nakakapunta ka nga ng mall, di ba? May sense of responsibility, tama. Oh, kailangan may sense of responsibility ka. So kung doon sa usaping unsafe ang pandemya, ang sagot nasa iyo, kaya mo yan. At nasa amin din, bilang mga tagapamahala ng halalan, kailangan naming gawing safe yung environment. Pero, mas matindi, mas matindi pa dyan sa dahilan na yan, itong pandemya na to, pinakita sa atin kung ano ang halaga ng maayos na pamamalakad. Tama, tumpak. Maayos na pamamalakad, ramdam na ramdam mo ang pag-aaruga ng gobyerno. Pag maayos ang pamamalakad, kitang-kita mo na kung ikaw mismo citizen, pribadong mamamayan, nagbigay ka ng tulong, ay hindi nawawala yung tulong mo. Mm-hmm. ba? Diba? Alam mo kung kanino napupunta. Alam mong nakakatulong. 
At alam mo na yung tinutulungan, kailangan talaga ng tulong. Alam mo, sawang-sawa na ang Pilipino rin sa tingin ko. Doon sa mga pagkakataon na mamimigay ka ng sardinas, tapos makikita mo yung delata na sa opisina ng, ng polis o na sa opisina ng politiko kinakain ng office doon. Hindi Oo. binibigay ka ng bayan. Or worse, nagbibigay ka ng pagkain, mababalitaan mo, ay, nabulok. Kasi hindi sila makapag, ano, makapag-agree kung kanino ibibigay. Kasi inaagaw ni mayor, inaagaw ni konsihal. So, hindi na lang nabigay. Ang hirap ng ganun. At yun ay bunga ng pamamalakit. Governance. And that's why it's very important to vote during a pandemic. is because kung may nakikita tayong kamalian ngayon, pagkakataon natin itong ayusin. Yes. Diba? yes. Pagkakataon natin ayusin. Pag nakita naman, pag sa tingin naman natin, maganda ang nangyayari sa palikid natin. If mm-hmm. as ang people say, we're doing excellently, aba, vote to continue the excellence. Diba? Yeah. Bottom line, yung, yung, yung opportunity nasa iyo, nasa atin. Kaya napakahalaga na magkaroon ng pandemya. Worth the risk and the added care and extra personal responsibility that we have to undertake to vote safely because ultimately, ang beneficiary, tayong lahat. Absolutely. Now, eto, can we touch on some initiatives, Sir James, that the COMELEC is implementing para naman ma-encourage yung mga botante natin, mga Pilipino, everyone to register and vote, especially uh, OFWs kasi malayo kami, sa, malayo kami sa ating bayan. Minsan kasi out of, out of sight, out of mind eh. Diba? Hindi mo nalalaman yung mga nangyayari sa bansa mo kasi nga malayo ka. Iba yung, iba yung uh, ano mo, personal affairs mo dito, trabaho mo. Minsan detached ang mga OFWs. But ultimately, ano po yung mga, mga projects or yung nga initiatives na meron ng COMELEC para maisaksak sa pag-iisipan ng Pilipino na, hello, gising na, ito na. Kailangan yun ng mag-assignment ng, uh, uh, ng naayon sa susunod na, ano, na halalan. Well, ah, uh... Specifically para sa mga ano no, sa mga kapatid nating uh, overseas voters. Eh, Siyempre nandiyan yung i-registro na sinasabi natin. I-registro. Yung i-registro.comelec.gov.ph Ito ay paraan upang mabawasan yung punta mo doon sa embassy kung saan ka magpaparito. Uh-huh. Hindi siya kompletong online registration. Obviously, uh, there are some limitations to that. Unang-una, sabi ng batas, kailangan personal appearance. Pangalawa, uh-huh meron tayong requirement ng biometrics. Kailangan makuha yung fingerprint mo and everything. No? So, dahil dyan, kailangan mag-appear tayo personally. Pero, dati kasi, kung walang i-registro, kailangan ka muna pumunta sa office ng, ano, ng embassy or consulate para dun ka mag-fill up ng form. Now, that's hassle kasi maraming nakapila dyan, obviously. Hindi lang naman voter registration ang nagaganap sa embassy or sa consulate. So, marami kang marami kang kalaban diyan, ika nga, no? Uh, pangalawa, of course, dahil nga pandemya, gusto natin ma-minimize yung yung exposure sa outside world. Mm-mm. Maraming lugar ngayon na bumabalik sila sa lockdown, uh, definitely maraming mga lugar na naka-mask mandate pa rin and that's uncomfortable, I know, no? So, why not, sabi namin, why not allow people to fill up the form online? Mm-mm. So they fill up their forms online and then all they need to do after they fill up the forms is print it out and then bring it to ano no to to the embassy or the consulate. Doon 
uh, facilitated na ngayon ang pasok nila. Kumbaga sa kumbaga sa airline, sa aeroplano ba? It's a difference between uh, lining up to check in or to online check in. Oh, and oh, then drop ka na lang. Oh, oh doon ka na lang mag-bag drop ka na lang, di ba? Oh, Dito, biometrics drop ka na lang. Yun na lang ang poproblemahin mo. And then tapos ka na. So registered ka na. So it's very easy and and so far naging successful naman yung program kasi parang ngayon nasa 1.6 million na ata ang ang overseas registered voters natin. Uh, oh. We're gunning for more certainly. Syempre the more the merrier. Uh, but hindi but, pa ako nakakasali uh, diyan Sir James. <laughs> Salamat oh, sa reminder, oh. magre-register na ako. Oh. So yun, so maganda yan kasi makaka-register ka na yon. Doon naman sa voting Uh, ang alam ko, papalawakan natin yung mga areas na magkakaroon ng voting by mail. Okay? Postal voting. Napakahalaga niyan. Noong 2019, ang, ang postal voting natin was already in 50 posts. May kodigo ako. Oo, sige. 50 sige. nationwide. No? Uh, yung postal voting na yan, yan yung uh, padadalan ka ng sulat, Mm-mm. tapos voto ka, papadala mo na lang. No? So, gusto pa natin i-expand yan. Gusto natin i-expand para mas safe pa rin kayo. And then, oh, of course, oh. para yung mga, mga kapatid nating mga marino, mga mga seafarers, sila tuloy lang vote anywhere. Oh, yun, ang, oh. yun, uh, yun ang napaka-useful na, na programa para sa kanila, yung vote anywhere. Kasi, pag vote anywhere ka, uh, kung saan ka man may port of call, pwede kang bumoto doon. As long as may Oh, oh. And and that's uh, that's also very safe for them kasi natatrack natin exactly no kung saan sila bumoto at kailan so alam natin na hindi tayo nakakadoble ng voto. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ang concern lang Chloe no uh, particularly sa postal voting the main concern there really is that marami sa kababayan natin hindi nag-update ng mga address kayo talaga. Oo, al- Sir James, pwede bang ano, ma-mention ko 'yon kasi po dito overseas para mabigyan lang po kayo ng idea. Kapag uh, lilipat ka ng bahay, uh, hindi lahat naiisip na mag-update din ng tinatawag naming national uh, parang national address namin. <laughs> um, maybe it's the least from their mind lalo na kapag naglipat ka ng gamit, pero uh, siguro it's high time to also remind our our uh, OFWs uh, or OFW voters na kapag kayo po ay lilipat ng bahay, dapat nyo rin pong i-update yung national address ninyo kung, uh, kung saan man kayong kaokulang bansa naroon. Dito po kasi sa Qatar kailangan yan eh. It's highly, um, it's highly important na you, that, that you update your address. Pero going back dun sa postal voting, yun na nga, dikit-dikit na nga yan, uh, Sir James. Tama kayo ma'am. Um, and I'm glad you raised that concern, ano, Chloe? Kasi concern din namin yun eh. No? Um, kapag lumipat ka ng tirahan at hindi ka nag-update ng iyong address, nako, return to sender ang, ang kauwian Sayang. ng ating mga liham sa inyo. No? And unfortunately, medyo marami yan. So, mm-hmm. kaya nga, ang, ang pinakamaganda niyan, kapag kayo ay, ay lilipat, una, dapat mataas sa priorities nyo yung pag inform sa embassy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a basic... It's a basic good idea, right? Dapat mm-hmm. alam ng M- kasi kung saan na katera, hello. Um, pero siyempre, may added benefit yan na pag-registered voter ka, aabot sa iyo yung balota. Correct. So, ang mga uh, mga embassy naman natin at consulate natin, parang na- nachat-chat naman na eh. Diba? Mm-hmm. So parang hindi na dapat yan sobrang hirap. 
Oh, um, oh. But please take the effort because otherwise, sayang naman yung ating, ano, yung ating vote. Mm-mm. Sorry, dogs. Ay, okay lang, okay lang. Kasama sila sa, ano, sa voter education. Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> ano ang pangalan ng mga dogs mo, Sir James? Wait lang, maitanong ko lang. <laughs> Parang marami sila dyan. Marami. I have five dogs. Ay, okay. Well, work from home kasi tayo, eh. Oo nga, work from home. Pasensya na po. Oo, carry lang. Pero mga rescue naman yan, kaya okay lang. Ay, wow. Good job, Sir James. Oo. Now, Sir James... In a recent report, yung social security system natin or SSS, they have recorded 1.34 million OFW members as of May 2021. Now, according to the Department of uh, Labor and Employment naman or yung DOLE, almost 500,000 OFWs have returned home because of COVID-19 pandemic. And it, this is something that you've mentioned earlier in our conversation. Sir James, paano naman uh, nag-encourage ang COMELEC? sa ating mga OFWs who are back here and those who are still abroad to vote. Paano nyo po sila nahihikayat? Or paano nyo napaparating ang inyong mensahe na importante yung makabo- makaboto rin sila? Well, um, I think the most the most efficient talaga is is through broadcast advertising. No? Um, right now, we're working on on partnerships with uh, various uh, networks to, to find a way to do that. Now, unfortunately, it's a little more complicated now because yung yung talagang partner natin from before pa yung pinakamalawak na na Philippine channel overseas eh medyo mm-hmm. medyo not to be found muna no uh, MIA so, MIA siya so we're, we're trying to find other partners now uh, we're going to do that and then we're also going to do a community based campaign through our embassies and consulates kausapin niyo yung mga Philcom in fact Uh, right now, I'm in the middle of a series of, of webinars for the Philcom in Singapore. No? So we do that. So parang binabraso talaga natin kasi nawala yung force multiplier natin for a while. You know? um, so we, we have to make up the difference somehow. Dito sa local, eh, matindi ang ating, ano, ang ating on-the-ground campaign dito. Uh-oh. We have advertisements, we have, we have uh, regular webinar, uh, we have re- broadcasts. And we have a we have a weekly we have a weekly radio program, Mm-mm. no, that's broadcast nationwide simultaneously. In yung Comelec Hour, Uh-oh. and Comelec Hour, uh, parang every other every other week ata or something like that. Uh, we focus on overseas uh, voting. Um, after a while, obviously, maubusan kaya naman pag-usapan kasi paulit-ulit na lang. But we we still try to to push the message, you know, important to make registro, and and we do try to repeat the message over and over again about the process, about where to go. Um, just this morning, I authorized the release of a series of um, graphics Mm-mm. that will instruct the people how to interact with the with the overseas voter committee, I of Office Mm-mm. for Overseas Voting online no um, basically kinagawa uh, natin nililimit natin yung requirement for first, for personal appearance only to those na wala pang biometrics oh okay. oh so diba sabi ko kanina kailangan may personal appearance kailangan may biometrics ngayon for a lot of the personal appearance uh, transactions transfer uh, reactivation certification tinanggal na natin yon so ginagawa na lang online And that's rolling out today. So today, there's a new set of rules. There's a new set of guidelines that will allow people 
to access more services online, mm-hmm. no? even more than ay rehistro pa. No? Para, again, makatulong sa mga kababayan natin overseas. Right. Ang komilik ba, Sir James? And I know this is an idea that's also a little, it can get out of hand or baka magkaroon ka rin ng mga other phantom accounts or mga ano. Meron, kayong, meron ba kayong social media na yung talagang legit, legitimately yung uh, under Comelec? Yes po. We have uh, on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash comelecph. Facebook.com slash comelecph. On Twitter, we are at Comelec. On, uh, on Instagram, huwag na lang. <laughs> but, but those two, right? Those two. We have, we have it uh, on Twitter and we have it on Facebook. Uh-oh. So, uh, you can actually send us a PM, a private message. Our yeah, messenger perfect. is wide open and, and you can just find us online. We're, again, uh, facebook.com slash comelecph. On Twitter, we're very responsive also. We're on 24 hours a day. Mm-mm. And, and if, you, if you send us a message on, on Twitter, we respond immediately. You can also reach out to me directly. I'm On Twitter, I'm at Jab Jimenez. That's J-A-B-J-I-M-E-N-E-Z, Jab Jimenez. So in tandem at Jab Jimenez and at Comelec, I think we've got pretty good coverage. I, I was actually going to get to that kasi bilang ikaw na rin yung parang ambassador at face ka na rin sir ng ano, Comelec eh, for so many years. So uh, oh, siguro pag magkakaroon kayo ng YouTube channel, dapat ikaw na rin pala yung nag, uh, ano doon, no? Actually, may, we're starting a YouTube channel as well. It's just a little complicated because Siyempre, resources namin kalat-kalat dahil pandemya mm-hmm. nga, no? But once, we all, once we're all able to go back to the office on a regular basis, right. we're putting up our uh, Comelec YouTube channel. Oh, What proves to be very effective sa amin dito sa Middle East, Sir, Sir James, yung uh, actually, hindi na kami nanonood ng TV para sa balita eh. Whether, of, well, of course, if we want to get our news, we source it from Facebook, we source it from social media, online. So, uh, YouTube, for instance, you know, meron yun eh. There's, there's always a sense of uh, continuity and uh, parang habit-forming siya eh. So, there's something right. about it. And very effective yung mga tutorials, very effective yung mga, uh, mga informative videos. So, that is something that, you know, I mean, in the future, very effective yun sa, sa mga, ano natin, mga OFWs natin abroad. Now, Thank you for that reminder, uh, no, Chloe. No? Uh, we're going to go into it right away. Um, because I understand what you're saying, um, especially on, on YouTube, for instance, the algorithm really serves you up mm. the most recent from a particular creator, right? So just speaking theoretically, if Comelec were to churn out content regularly, then the public would be regularly informed also because yes. the algorithm serves us to them. Yeah, Correct. That's, a very, that's a very strong argument. Push namin yan. Oh, push nyo, please, <laughs> Sir James. Okay, Sir James, ito, I, I want to get to our next question. What do you think naman are the current struggles in voter education na pag-usapan natin kanina? Ang dami, syempre, uh, nandiyan na yung, ano, yung uh, pandemic situation in the mix. You don't want to be exposed outside by so many people around you. But there's a way. There's actually a workaround. Other than that, ano pa po yung mga nakikita ninyo ng mga struggles ng, hindi lang ng, uh, uh, ng mga botante natin, but also getting or educating uh, the public ngayong uh, upcoming na halalan? But the biggest challenge kasi talaga is apathy and cynicism. Eh. Yun talaga. Wow, still those? Still those, still those. Uh, actually, cynicism more than ever before. Uh, apathy, 
I guess that's pretty easy to understand since we've lived with, with it for a long time. No? Um, Lana, spe- speaking specifically of overseas workers, uh, the tendency in the past has been out of sight, out of mind, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, it's not so much apathy for overseas workers that we see, it's more cynicism. Mm-hmm. Parang yung mga kababayan natin overseas, pagod na pagod na sa kalukohang nakikita sa bayan natin. Oh, ayaw nalang makialam. Oo, pagod na pagod na sila sa intramurals, sa, sa salitang, ano nga, sa salitang uh, payak, eh, pamumuliti ka. Mm-mm. So, nagiging cynical yung mga tao. No? And yun talaga ang malaking hamon sa sa voter education. Kasi ang voter education naman, uh, dalawang bahagi yan. Una, tuturuan mo sila paano bumoto. Di ba? Yung, yung proseso, yung mechanics. Correct. Madali lang yan. Mag-post ka ng poster, magpa-ulit-ulit ka ng mensahe. Magsisinkin at magsisinkin yan. And as you said, tutorials are very helpful. Yung second part ng voter education, yung voter education proper, yung telling them why they should vote. Mm-hmm. Yun ang masakit. Yun ang mabigat. Kasi yung why they should vote, pala, ma- madalas nasasagot ng mga tao na parang, eh bakit ako mabuto? Eh tingnan mo naman ang ginagawa ng mga taong binoto namin. Di ba? Mm-hmm. Or, or merong, merong duda sa sistema ng halalan. Bakit ako mabuto? Ito yung bumuboto ako, natatalo yung binuboto ko. So, yun yung challenges talaga natin, yung cynicism. Kaya nga, ang, ang mga approach namin ngayon, medyo nagbabago na rin, no? Dati kasi, ang approach ng voter education, lalo na sa overseas, eh, very heavy on procedure. Uh-oh. Very heavy on procedure. So, pag yung mga taong nagsasalita, yun din ang sinasabi. Eh ngayon, medyo yung, yung, yung procedure, hinihiwalay na namin sa tao. Nilalagay namin dun sa mga materyales na pwedeng iwan sa kung saan. Diba? Yung, yung, yung balik-balikan mo kung may time ka. Balik-balikan mo pag mabasa mo, di ba? may video ka, may tao pa rin nagsasalita. Pero, yung resources ng tao nagsasalita, katulad ko, halimbawa, Mm-mm. mas nakituon na ngayon sa pagpapaliwanag kung bakit kailangan bumoto. It's, it's, a, it's a slow, iterative process. And again, like I said, sa ngayon, ang focus talaga natin, registration, and nagsasucceed naman. Pero, um, after September, makikita mo magbabago ang tema ng voter education. Kasi after September, ang tema ng voter education na get out the vote na yan. Bumoto ka. Diba? Kailangan ka ng bayan. So yun ang, yun, ang mangi, yun ang magiging approach sa darating na mga buwan pagkatapos specifically ng voter registration. Anong, ano po ba uh, yung pwedeng panuorin, pwedeng puntahan um, in this time of the pandemic, Sir James, no? uh, to also push for voter education, meaning more on the side of getting to know the candidates? Meron ba? Meron ba? Wala kasing catch-all yan eh. Talagang you really yeah, have to consciously, di ba? Conscious ka dapat sa gagawin mo as a voter para malaman mo kung sino yung mga mga kandidato, ano ba yung mga paninindigan nila, ano ba yung mga plataforma nila, what are, sabi mo nga, ano ba yung vision nila pag sila yung nahalal. Walang isang, walang one-stop shop yun eh. You really have to make it a part of your, ano yung parang pagiging, uh, pag-aaral mo sa mga kandidato. Ganun pa rin, di ba, Sir James? Uh, ang gagawin namin kasi, uh, una-una ngayon, wala pang kandidato. Mm-hmm. So wala tayong magawang ganyang portal. Portal mm-hmm. talaga yan Uh, yung portal na yan, uh, binubuo pa lang namin yung infrastruktura ng mismong website para pag-file ng Certificate of Candidacy, pasok na ng pasok ng kandidato dyan. I see. By the end of the year, ang hope namin, by the end of the year, this year, pag pumunta ka sa portal na yun, 
i-plug in mo kung nasaan ka at Uh-oh. makikita mo lang sa kandidatong tatakpo sa sa lugar mo. Ayun. Pinakabalota mo, makikita mo na. Mm-mm. Tapos so makikita mo na no, pagkita pag-click mo ng pangalan. Halimbawa, tumatakbo si si Chloe, DJ Chloe, tumatakbo for governor. Mm-mm. Pag clinic mo yung pangalan ni DJ Chloe, lalabas ngayon yung plataforma niya. Lalabas yung mga pinapangako niya, lalabas Uh-oh. lalabas yung biodata niya. So, lahat ng information na meron tayo, ikakarga natin sa portal na yun para yung portal na yun ay magiging resource, one-stop shop ng lahat ng botante, pati overseas. Uh-oh. Okay? But, after registration, um, and, and October 1, October 8 ang filing, hopefully, by October 1 and October 8, ready na kami mag-load ng mga pangalan. Correct. Okay? Pero, to manage expectations, hindi lahat na nag-file nagtutuloy. Okay? Kasi may mga natatanggal. Nagpa-file sila, ng COC nila, pero hindi sila mapupunta sa final list. So, load tayo ng load ng mga pangalan and habang natatanggal sila, nagtatanggal din tayo from the final website. Shortlisting. Oo. So, paglabas na ngayon nung, ano, nung final list around November-December, i-on natin yung website. Punta na kayo dyan. Diba? Dyan yun na magkakalat ng kandidato. November. Alam mo, matagal na, rin, matagal na rin plano yan, Chloe. Ang, ang difference lang kasi ngayon, medyo na-accelerate siya dahil pandemia. No? One of the things that you have to understand is that because of the pandemic, very limited ang, ang in-person campaigning. No? In fact, uh, overseas para mga kampanya. No? Uh, so, so, kailangan nating bawiin yon yung kakulangan na yon Yung kakulangan, na, na, na hindi ka makapagkampanya in person, kailangan bawiin through other means. Yes. And ito yung pinaka-accessible, particular sa mga kababayan natin overseas. Now, Sir James, with the increasing number of OFWs, um, is their vote pivotal? Gano ba ka-importante ang boto namin in shaping a better future, kaming mga nasa, nasa labas ng bansa? And how so? Napakalaki. Napakalaki. Um, like I said, no, ang, ang, ang pinaka-current na tala natin ng, ng overseas voters, lampas na isang milyon. Mm-hmm. Lampas na isang milyon. Ang difference ng last last senator, uh, 13 and 12, parang less than less than half a, less than half a million. So, pwede kayong magpasok ng isang senador. Pwede, mm-hmm. pwede. Na-plug-in na pala sana dapat yan. Yeah. Oo, pwede na yan. And, and, and malaking, malaking impact yan. At, at Remember, hindi lang yan ano, no? Hindi lang yan, hindi yan maliit na bagay. Especially when you think about party list organizations, mm-hmm. because party list organizations are also voted upon by overseas Filipinos. So kung overseas Filipino ka, tapos napakaliit lang ng threshold ng over, ng party list. Ang party list, in order for them to win, they need to get two percent of of the total votes cast. Ang kontinon, mm-hmm. ang kontinon. Uh, in some cases makakapasok sila on the strength of less to benchmark na 1 million assuming natin 1 million ang bumoto Mm-mm. aba makakapaglagay na kayo ng party list organization yan and remember a party list organization is 100% a member of congress with the yes. exact same power diba? yes they are and yeah kung marami sila tatlo pa yan ang mailalagay mo diba? so parang one congressman times three pa yan <laughs> oh. in, in the work that can be done. So, ang laking bagay, ang laking bagay, hindi yan, 
hindi hindi patapon ika nga mm-hmm. no ang 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 kahit ilang boto and, and more so when we talk about the vote of the overseas filipino and please chloe if, if nothing else no i want people to remember from our conversation this afternoon na mahalagang mahalagang sektor ang overseas filipino napakahalaga um kalimutan na natin yung palaging sinasabi na pinanggagalingan kayo ng pera ng bayan na Uh, tanggap na natin yon uh, wala na akong maidadagdag sa sa kwentong yon pero beyond that sa yo, sa inyo kasi para kayong ano eh, para kayong imbudo ng ng knowledge eh, mm-hmm. ng ideas kayo yung nagpapaaral sa mga gandang eskwelahan dito sa Pilipinas kayo yung nagdadala ng mga makabagong uh, konsepto at makabagong ideya mula diyan sa mga bansang kinalalagyan ninyo kayo ang nagdadala ng and, uh, hindi ko masabi kung gaano karaming innovations ang nagawa sa local sa, sa Pilipinas dala ng knowledge ng mga taong dating overseas workers. Right? Wow. They're they're beyond number, right? Mm-mm. Mga mga suggestion about how to better manage floods, how to better manage traffic, how to how to better manage everything in general. Tignan mo, tignan mo yung yung history ng team na gumawa niyan. Meron at meron kang makikita. I think at least 40% diyan nagtrabaho overseas. Mm-mm. That's that's how powerful this block is. And it's such a shame kung yung mga yung mga tao na yan, yung yung ganyan kalaki ang kontribusyon sa sa ikabubuti ng bayan, eh kayo yung natatahimik. Mm-mm. At natatahimik lang tayo, tandaan natin, pag hindi tayo bumoto. So ultimately, kung hindi niyo gusto yung nakikita nating problema dito, isa sa isa sa ugat ng problema na yan eh dahil kulang ang boto natin. Uh-oh. Hindi tayo lahat bumuboto. And, and, and sadly, Chloe, ito medyo may hugot ako dyan kasi Mm-mm. historically napakababa ng overseas vote. Napakababa. Uh, tumataas lang yan pag presidential, pero bahagya lang. Mm-mm. But in general, napakababa talaga. Parang ano, parang less than, less than 20% ng overseas Filipinos ang aktual na bumuboto. Staggering yun, ha? That's uh, oh, significant. Sobra. Sobrang significant yan. So significant, in fact, na every time magkaka-budget hearing, yan ang palaging hinahampas sa kumili. Bakit mm-hmm. walang bumuto? Bakit ang hirap bumuto? Uh, tanggalin na natin ang pondo. Yung mga ganyang, mga ganyang lingwahe. Oh, e di oh. siyempre, nagtatakasan ang, ang hasang ng kumili pag nakakarib ng ganyan. Ayaw namin ng ganyang klase. <laughs> Oo oh, oh, naman. Oo, pero... Pero kasi ang problema talaga, uh, kulang talaga tayo sa participation. Mm-hmm. Mataas ang registration kasi maraming strategies ang ginagawa ang embassy at consulate. Pero what we really need to work on, Chloe, and, and napakahalaga nitong ginagawa mo ngayon, what we really need to work on is the conversion. Yeah. Let's convert them from regular vote, from just registered voters, into actual voters. Being an OFW is hard. You're not only away from your family, but you're also missing out on so many precious moments. From graduations, birthdays, even yung simpleng kamustahan with family and friends. But with a freebie app, you don't have to miss out on anything. You can be there with them every step of the way. With its three ways to call, you can stay connected with your family at home in the Philippines. Whether they're online or offline. Daanin sa diskarte ang pakikipag-usap with your loved ones. What are you waiting for? Download the free B app. 
Discarding Pinoy, Discarding Freebie. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. Yeah. And you know, it's kaya nga very high time tong ano natin eh, itong usap, usap natin ngayon, uh, Sir James, yung ating conversation. So, again, magpapasalamat kami for your time and for, you know, for being a part of the conversation. And ang kagandahan kasi ng podcast, akala mo lang kapag nai, naisalang natin to sa, ayun, you know, sa streaming platform, yun na yun eh. But really, there's there's magic to it somehow. And it's very shareable. Yeah. Uh, um, and papakinggan mo siya ngayon, pwede mo ulit siya pakinggan another time. And uh, so, this is very valuable to us. Um, and I also want to thank you for acknowledging how alam mo yun, how important and how quintessential it is uh, yung mga contributions ng OFWs natin na once once upon a time eh, nakapagtrabaho at nagbigay din sila ng, ng kanilang contribution dyan sa, sa local, ano natin, local setting. The mistake kasi, Chloe, that people make when they talk about OFWs is kinakahon nila habang nasa ibang bansa. Mm-mm. Nakakalimutan nila na yung naging ibang bansa, umuwi din yan dito. At yung alam yung kaalaman nila na apply dito sa Pilipinas. Correct. Yun ang palaging nakakalimutan sa conversation. Alam mo, wag na natin pag-usapan yung yung intellectual output. Pag-usapan na lang natin yung mga bahay na pinatatayo dito sa Pilipinas. Oo eh. nga. <laughs> 'Di ba? Yung epekto nila sa ekonomiya dito eh. Napakalaking bagay niyan. Hindi ko mabilang ang kakilala ko na nag-aaral dahil merong OFW na kamag-anak. Mm-hmm. na hindi makakapag-aral kung wala yung kamag-anak na yun. Oo. Kaya um, sobrang malaking pagkakamali ng mga mga, opinioni, mga opinionista dito mm-hmm. na pag-usapan lamang ang overseas workers sa lente o sa, sa frame, sa kwadra, ng pagiging workers nila overseas. Yeah. At saka mas lalong maling, pagkaka, maling, ano, maling punto de vista, yung focus mo lang, eh, magkano ba naririmit niyan? Kung ito ang laki at significance ng remittance mo, ang tunay na kontribusyon ng OFW sa buhay ng Pilipino, eh, buong kwartong ito. Ganun, ganun, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's insignificant, but relatively speaking, no, in comparison to the other things that OFWs bring to the country, halos insignificant talaga yung remittance. Mm-mm. Thank you, Sir James. Nakakataba naman ng puso, lalo na sa mga OFWs who are listening to our episode. Sir, ito ah, ma- ma- maitanong ko itong next na question. Uh, and also just uh, stating some some data here. According to the data presented by your office, there are many OFWs who registered for elections, but only few actually voted nga in the polls, as you have mentioned. Uh, may, ano nga tayo, may low turnout tayo. Yung 2016 presidential elections, according to uh, this data, 344,848 registered. Pero halos kalahati lang no, na nakapag, uh, nakavo- nakaboto no, in the Asia-Pacific region. Ano ba talaga yung palagay mong... Well, bukod sa yung sa cynicism na tinatawag natin ng apathy, that and uh, hindi naman siguro lack of resource, lack of uh, information kasi the information is there. But paano ba natin uh-huh. i-empower pa yung mga OFWs natin dito? Kailangan bang pumunta na ng ano, representative ng COMELEC? <laughs> Bibisitahin na ba tong mga ano, mga bansa na to or ano yung nakikita mo na na pwedeng gamitin to push or empower our OFWs to participate in the elections? Alam mo, Chloe, magmula nung nagsimula ang overseas voting, sinabi na namin, ang pinakamalaking problema natin dito ay distansya. Mm-mm. Distansya. 
Okay? Yung distansya from the voter to the embassy, pamatayan. No? You're not just talking about kabilang kanto. In some mm-hmm. cases, you're talking about across the continent, like Australia. Uh, in some cases, you're talking about an entirely different country. Mm-hmm. So, sa, sa Europa naman yan. So, parang, parang, parang double kill ang, ang, ang nangyayari sa mga OFWs. Gagastos right. pa, para magparehistro. Tapos gagastos naman para bumoto. So, marami sa kababayan natin, eh, hindi na bumoto. Mm-hmm. And ever since nag-start ang, ang, ano, ang overseas work, ang voting, sinabi na namin na distansya ang kalaban. Therefore, ang solusyon ay yung makakapagpaliit ng distansya. And yeah. that was, was online voting. Right. Noong 2004, sorry, 2007, nag-pilot test kami ng online voting. Hindi pa rin naging batas, unfortunately. No? Kasi wala sa batas yung online voting eh. Ang meron lang sa batas, merong authority ang COMELEC na maghanap ng iba't ibang paraan. And ito talaga yung paraan na nasumpungan namin. Over- online voting talaga. And now, meron kami na namang uh, field test na naman Uh-oh. ng online voting. So hopefully, dito kumagat na. No? Uh, kasi kita na ng marami eh. It took the pandemic, I think, for everyone to understand exactly how useful online voting is. No? Oh, it may mga is. challenges. Yes. Sure, may mga challenges. Pero kasi wala namang challenge na insurmountable eh. Yun, yun ang point namin, di ba? May challenge, ayusin natin. Huwag tayong sumuko just because mahirap. Oo. Kasi yung payoff, yung, yung, yung balik, napakalaki. Pag online voting na tayo, hindi, hindi mo na kailangan pumunta sa embassy or consulate to register or to vote. Imagine that. Imagine how convenient that is. And then, you add that to the 30-day voting period. Oh, 30-day voting period, you can vote on your phone. Mm-mm. Ang gusto mo. Diba? And at I your convenience within the time frame. convenience. And I think we will see a massive jump in voter turnout pag naikarga natin ang online voting. Kaya yan ang, yan ang dapat na ina-advocate ng oh. mga advocates natin. No? Ng mga Sana nga. Ng mga kumpanya para sa atin. Push for online voting. Oo. Kasi kami sa Bindek, set up kami. Set up kami na set up ng mga test. Pero ultimately, pag hindi yan pinakinggan ng, ng, kongresa, ng kongreso, mm-hmm. wala rin. Olats pa rin, di ba? So kailangan, merong pressure from the public to ask for online voting. Sasabayan ng COMELEC ng, ng data, ng scientific tests to show how it can work safely. Mm-hmm. Tapos ipasa natin sa kongreso. Right. So yung kongreso, magdi-decision na lang. Good ba to o hindi? It's the way of the future eh. kasi doon na tayo papunta Sir James eh. There's no there's no turning back. I mean, entwined no, na yung buhay even, natin sa online eh. I would even argue that we're already in the future. Well, we are. You know? Yeah. Oo. So huli na nga yan eh. Huling-huli na yan. So Uh-oh. dapat ihabol na yan. So sana lang ma, ma, ma pinupush namin yan every budget cycle. Pero mm-hmm. kailangan yung public clamor. Yun, mm-hmm. yun, yun I think ang kulang sa equation na ito. Oo. And um and there's no better platform to do that or to voice your sentiments, I suppose, or yung sabi mo nga magkaroon ng clamor than to go on your social media page and just express your thoughts, your your opinions and say we need this. And uh Absolutely. there's there's oh, there's a uh, strength in numbers. May power kasi ang social media. Let's not you know, let's not reduce it to to anything but really for what it is. It's uh it's really it's a mechanism. 
So, eto Sir James, um, maitanong ko, how do you make naman OFWs more aware of the voting process? Sabi mo nga may procedural dyan, yung pre yung pre-voting or yung yung pagrerehistro. Um meron pa ba tayong ano? Meron ka pa bang uh, pang iba pang mga gawain para maging aware ang uh, mga OF, uh, OFWs natin for or about the voting process. Well, nandiyan yung mga webinar with ano with the uh, with the Philcoms no na nagsisimula uh-huh. na. Pero kasi wala pa tayong voting process na maituturo eh mm-hmm. dahil may mga bago tayong mga makina eh. So Let's wait for that to settle maybe around mid-September. Right. And then mag-start na kami mag-roll out ng mga procedures. No? Mag-roll out din kami ng video. Yun talaga yun. And we will promote it through the f- Facebook pages, not just of the embassies and the consulates, and all, but also Facebook pages of all the Philcoms that allow us to post on their, ano, on their pages. No? So Mm-mm. permission to post po. Yan ang madidinig sa amin. Oo. Permission <laughs> to post. <laughs> So for sure, the really the role of social media in empowering OFW friends and family towards voting, recognize natin yan. Ay, oh, oh ginagamit po natin yan. And lalo mm-hmm. na nga ngayong pandemya. I mean, I'm sure may mga tiga-comment na gustong bumiyahe overseas para magturo personally. Pero hello, paano ka naman makakabiyahe may pandemya nga? Oo, oh, oh, may mga travel restrictions tayo. Oh. Oh, so oh. basically, pwersado tayo eh. Pwersado tayo to maximize our use of social to mm-hmm. maximize our use of the internet and 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 it's it, this is a good time to face this challenge because again a lot of people have it already a lot of people have access most everyone has a smartphone mm-hmm. and you know mga OFWs natin mga overseas workers natin overseas Filipinos eh siguro naman mas magaling pa sila gumamit niyan kasi sa amin dito <laughs> well, what can I say? Uh, Sir James, now, according to reports pala, now the turnout of voters is high during presidential elections, uh, tulad nga na nabanggit mo kanina, compared to midterm elections. Which brings me to my next question. With the upcoming one being a presidential election, we are to expect a bigger turnout for OFWs. Tama ba yung, ano natin? Tama ba yung pagkakaintindi ko dito? Uh, now, how can OFWs vote from a, from abroad aside from nandito pa tayo sa point na hihintay namin yung mga anunsyo uh, yung uh, kasi may filing pa nga ng COC and all that so nabanggit mo by September and then uh, November ito yung mga months na titignan natin ano as far as uh, online and uh, more information to be available in social media but uh, do you have a forecast for the turnout with the current number of registered OFW voters or i-manifest na ba natin yan ano bang mga hopes mo dito well, kung ano na lang, kung, kung mag-hope lang din lang ako, pwede gusto ko ng 75%, di ba? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, go big or go home. Mahaba uh-huh. <laughs> naman kasi ang voting period, eh. Voting period starts April. But, okay, don't quote me on that. That's obviously not the agency estimate, mm-hmm. right? Ang, ang goal natin is to at least match the last uh, elections. Um, but, to add to that, at least 30%. So, yun yung, yun yung goal. Um, pero, again, in terms of hard numbers, at this point, wala pa eh. Wala pa. Uh-uh. We, we, we still have to see. A, a lot of the forecasts of, of uh, voter turnout have to do also with uh, yung modes of voting na, na hindi uh-uh. pa alam ng mga tao. Uh, has to do with the personalities of the candidates. That, that's a big factor. Um, and then, of course, how the campaigns roll out. Uh, we'll have a, a more solid estimate um, siguro end of the year. 
Mm-mm. And syempre, siguro by by uh, by the fourth quarter of 2021 mas magiging mas paig tingin natin yung um I guess the conversation, more reminders. Uh, we never know. We might have to invite you again, Sir James, no? Para masuportahan natin sure. yung ano, masuportahan natin ang Comelec and in your um in your uh, of course, yung yung gusto mong maparating yung mensahe sa lahat ng mga OFWs and uh, you know, local vo- voters alike. Uh, I want to ask you what are the programs naman that Comelec has in opening to OFWs to make the voting processes more efficient and accessible? Ayan. Sige, pag-usapan natin to. And we've been talking about this earlier naman. Just to reiterate, uh, paano ba natin magiging, paano ba magiging mas, mas efficient and accessible ang voting process for OFWs? Well, the most important thing really is, is they update the embassies and the consulates with their addresses. Kasi yun talaga ang, ang pinakaano eh. Yan ang pinaka-nakakapatay sa turnout natin. Eh. Mm-hmm. No? A lot of people are benefiting from postal voting, but then again, a lot of people are also not benefiting because they're not getting the ballots. They're not mm-hmm. getting the mail. The other methods kasi, they simply go to the, comlec- uh, to the embassy or consulate and fill out the ballot there. So, for them to be efficient, they first go to the portal. Right? Portal natin nagagawin. They, they set out their choices. Mm-hmm. para pagdating sa embassy or sa consulate, fill up na lang sila doon. Right? And then, pasok na nila. Para naman dun sa mga balak bumoto by mail, most important, first of all, in, uh, inform the embassy or the consulate about your change of address, kung meron man. Mm-hmm. Leave a forwarding address. Okay? Communicate. Number three, communicate with the embassy or consulate through whatever messaging system they have. Lahat naman yan, meron. No? Um, mm-hmm. don't, don't be afraid of being called makulit or, 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 or malurit. Okay lang yan. Karapatan mo yan eh. Mm-hmm. Diba? Karapatan mo yan. And, and it's, it's as essential as, as, uh, as anything else. So yun po ang, ang pinakamagandang, ano, pinakamagandang uh, paraan para maging uh, efficient tayo sa voting. Just do these preparatory steps and then make sure na on uh, at the start of, of voting period start of April eh go kakagat yes now Sir James pwede mo bang may kwento sa amin tell us about the in- internet voting test runs ano po ba ito yung internet voting test runs Chloe these are um, opportunities for people to sign up and to to try out internet voting basically as volunteers meron, as volunteers yes meron uh-huh. tayong mga may mga, ano tayo, may mga product providers tayo, service mm-hmm. providers, who will set up their system according to uh, a thousand voters, I think. And basically, on a, on a given on, on the given date, uh, given period, bubote yung mga tao, using the procedure of that uh, of that vendor, no? Mm-hmm. So, kanare, uh, if, if uh, one, of the, one of the more common examples kasi is the vendor sends an applet No, a small app that you can install on your computer tapos inactivate mo, ganyan-ganyan. You can do that. No? Kung volunteer ka, padadalan ka nun, tapos dadaan ka sa identification process, and then mag-vote ka. It's a non-binding election, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's going to be made of fantasy names. Ang point lang nun is makita kung gano'ng ka-efficient yung system. So right. online voting will be tested that way. Ano pong advice ninyo towards OFWs na hindi pa nagre-register at pa malamang it, it's the it's the last thing from their mind now na nakikinig sa sa episode natin. 
Mensahe yeah, mo, Sir James. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Ko, ang tagal-tagal na natin nagbabaristo. Hindi ko pa nagbabaristo. Kaya mo na yan. Okay, hanggang September 30, 2021. And then yung deadline para dun sa para dun sa transfer hanggang August, hanggang end of August. And then, mm-hmm. uh, maraming paraan para magparehistro. Napakadali lang. Kailangan ka ng bayan mo. Yan ang i-hashtag natin. Kailangan Uh-oh. ka ng bayan mo. So, magparehistro ka na. I'm sure our listeners would like to know ano bang mga kailangan namin i-prepare bilang, bilang voters dito uh, napag-usapan na natin to make sure na i-update mo ang address mo pumunta ka sa embahada I know it's uh, like you mentioned there are some embassies uh, sa ibang bansa na maaring it's a trip at, at, a train trip away or maaring sa ibang bansa ka pa kailangan pumunta para lang makapag-register but there are also ways to connect with uh, the government office uh, offices abroad pero meron ka bang tips in finding reliable and credible sources of information para naman doon kami makapag-evaluate ng candidates aside from itong hihintay namin from Comelec by uh, the end of the year or towards the end of the year? Well, seek out trusted sources. One, one, of the, one of the saddest things about the OFW diaspora is that it's become a fertile hunting ground for fake news peddlers. Correct. <laughs> Dahil napaka, napaka, siguro napaka-konti ng impormasyon na dumarating sa overseas uh, communities natin, andali nilang magoyo doon sa mga fake news. Yung mga, yung mga nagsisensationalize ng mga maliliit na bagay, mm. yung mga gumagawa ng kwento. So, iwas tayo doon. Iwas tayo doon. Uh, marami namang mga, ano, may maraming mga listahan dyan na mag-a-identify ng mga fake news sites. No? Uh, I would love to name some of them kasi nabibiktima din ako niyan. And then, you know, stay away from them. Alam ko, we were talking earlier about the algorithm. Alam ko, ibabalik at ibabalik sa'yo yan. Manood ka lang ng itong beses ng ganyan. Oo, nako. Can of worms na yun. Exactly. So, ingat-ingat lang. Ingat-ingat lang. Seek out trusted sources. Okay? Huwag ka magpapadala sa propaganda. And, most important, balik ka lang ng balik sa Comelec website. Sa Comelec website lang. Lahat ng information na makukuha mo sa Comelec Uh, social pages. Again, facebook.comelec. Uh, Twitter, yung at comelec. And then, yung comelec website mismo, comelec.gov.ph. Lahat ng info na makukuha mo dyan, accurate. No? Accurate mm-hmm. and relevant. And, again, may mga chat box yan. So, pwedeng, pwede tayo mag-usap. Pwentuhan tayo dyan. You can, you can send me a tweet on Twitter. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people have been me about questions for overseas. And, yeah, yeah. welcome yun lang. Wala tayong pinipili. Lahat sinasagot natin. And and most important, again, stay away from the peddlers of fake news. Marami sila. Yan. And I guess, uh, sama na rin natin dyan yung itrain natin ng ating, uh, I think, yung pagiging discerning. Kasi media literacy, kailangan ng skill yan um, in this day and age. Eh. Hindi ka lang po pwedeng magbasa and inabsorb mo na thinking it's the proverbial truth. <laughs> Yun nga, so dapat maging discerning tayo sa mga binabasa natin. And tulad nga na nasabi mo, Sir James, and, you know, na available kayo for for chats and uh, advice, I guess. Uh, bilang, uh, you know, kayo yung, kayo yung source of information for OFWs, definitely, uh, for reliable and reliable and truthful information. Now, uh, we cannot stress enough how it is important to vote wisely. Kailangan ba talaga namin pag-aralan yung mga candidates, pati credentials and competencies? How important is that, Sir James? Oo well, naman. 
Eh kung hindi mo alam yan, hindi magugoyo ka ng pinaka-pogi at ng pinaka-magaling sumayaw. Maluloko ka kasi. <laughs> Superficial. Oo. Oo. Nababaw eh. Sobrang babaw eh. Ah, maraming tao dyan, sasabihin nila, boto niyo ako kasi pamangkin ako ni ganito. Eh ano ngayon? Mm-hmm. Bakit? Yung galing ba nung uncle mo eh, mauuwi sa'yo? Hindi naman ah. Di ba? Ano, anong-anong niyayabang mo? May, may, may apelido ka? Palukuhan mm-hmm. lang tao may apelido. So, kailangan alamin ninyo yung backstory ng bawat isa. Di ba? Alam niyo. Ngayon pa lang, alam ko pag pag, pag may nakapanood nitong uh, podcast na to. Marami uulanin ako ng 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 reklamo. Patay. Sabi nila sino? Di ikaw na lang maging presidente. Eh tarantado ka. Di ikaw maging presidente, tumakbo ka. Di ba? Tandaan mo. Tandaan mo. Ang boto ay kapangyarihan mo. Mm-mm. Huwag mo isusuko ng ganun-ganun lang, no? Huwag mo isusuko ng ng basta-basta lang dahil lang dahil super fan ka niya. Mm-hmm. 'Yun ang nagiging issue. Eh. Nagiging fandom eh. Nagiging labanan ng fandom eh. Correct. Diba? Huwag ganun. Huwag ganun. And, and pasensya na kung medyo nagiinit din ako tungkol sa mga ganyan. Kasi nakakapagod na eh. Nakakapagod yung mga ganyang klaseng tao na ang kaya lang sabihin eh, magaling si Manok ko, basura yung kalaban. Na hindi yeah, it's na so easy na to napak- say. Dali eh. Napakasimple. And ang problema, dudes, magkakatimbang tayo ng boto. Right? So, yeah. palagi yung sinasabi, bad officials are elected into office by good people who do not vote. Right? So, that's True. why it's very important na ikaw, kung feeling mo, meron kang, meron kang opinion dito, meron kang position, stake that position. Paglaban mo. Huwag mm-hmm. diba? mo, mo ibibigay na lang sa iba. And ano, not be swayed no, by popularity. <laughs> Hindi naman siya popularity contest. Absolutely. And sabi ng iba, ba't pa ako bumoto? Eh, sila-sila lang naman yun. Diba, loko ka. Pag hindi ka bumoto, siguradong panalo yan. Oo. Diba? Whereas, kung bumoto ka, yung underdog na maaring mas magaling, na maaring mas maraming may gusto, maaring manalo. Mm-hmm. Kung ikaw sumuko ka, sumuko ka na. Para kang, para kang nag-basketball nang hindi ka na nag-shoot. Oo. <laughs> By default na lang, nanalo yung Oo. kabila. Exactly. So, pangit. Kato, ano yun? Thank you for instilling hope and for poking the <laughs> yung pagpagre-remind this way, Sir James. Kailangan kasi sometimes talaga kailangan mo ng, ano, ng wake-up call. Somebody to tell you na you need to vote. And if you feel like your vote is or kung powerless ka, helpless, hopeless, especially in this in the middle of this pandemic, this is the time to actually shift that around. No? Mag- para may magawa tayong uh, pagbabago. And uh, wag nating i-ano 'yon, wag nating i ano nga ba yung term dito that uh, for the back of lack of a better term, wag nating i-underestimate yung power yes. of a vote. Now, Sir James, how can OFWs ensure ito naman? Kasi yung ibang nawawala na ng hope na may may bearing pa yung kanilang boto. How can they be ensured that every vote cast is legitimate and it's properly counted? Ito na lang. We've been using the same system since 2010. 2013, 2010, 2013, 2016, 2019. On this system, we elected two presidents with unquestioned mandates. Nung, nung pangawulo si, si Pinoy, walang kayang mag-question ng mandate niya kasi malinaw na malinaw, malinaw na malinaw na panalo siya. Ganon mm-hmm. din, itigong. Nung nanalo si Itigong, wala na maka-question dyan kasi malinaw na nanalo. So that's on the strength of the system we've been using. Again, 2010, 2013, 2016, 2019. This system, okay, has been faced by literally hundreds of protests. Hundreds. Okay? 
And not once na napatunayan na mali yung bilang, not mm-hmm. once na napatunayan na merong pandaraya, na merong pangmamagic ng, ng resulta, not once. So, you have a track record that is solid. And dagdag ko pa dyan sa dalawang yan, pang, pangatlo, yung, yung after ng, ng election, nag-random manual audit tayo eh. Nag-audit Uh-oh. tayo ng result. Sa lahat ng audit natin, 99.995 ang accuracy natin. 99.995. Can you imagine? So in, in 100 ballots, wala kang pagkakamali. Right? Hmm. So, ganun, ganun ka-solid yung sistema natin. Ngayon, magtutuloy-tuloy ba yan? Lahat ng indikasyon ay oo. Magtutuloy-tuloy yan. Kasi yan din ang sistema ang gagamitin natin eh. May mga enhancements pa nga tayo. May mga pagbabago pa tayo. Maglalagay pa tayo ng mga digital signature. Maglalagay mm-hmm. pa tayo ng paribagong review. So, ang dami natin ilalagay. So, huwag kayo mag-alala dyan. Sa tingin ko, ang dapat natin inaalala ay kung sino ang iboboto natin. Huwag tayong bumoto para i-reward yung idol natin. Bumoto tayo para bumuti ang kinabukasan ng bayan. Mm-hmm. Yung mga anak natin, yung mga anak nila, lahat yan makikinabang yan sa boto mo or magdudusa yan dahil sa boto mo. So, nasa yun lang yan. <laughs> diba? Totoo yan, ma'am. Oo. Vote well and you will benefit generations. Vote poorly and you will damn generations as well. Yeah? Kita oh na my na goodness. Oo. We've seen that over and over. Time and so, again. That's true. Time and again. Exactly. So, um, be be smart. No? Sabi nga dito, eh, eh, use use your vote uh, wisely. Maraming maraming salamat Sir James for sharing all of these things, your insights, yung information na ikwento mo sa amin that you have imparted with us. I'm sure our listeners, OFW or not, have learned so much. Ako marami ako natutunan sa ating uh, kwentuhan ngayon. Before we end our episode, is there something that you would like to announce? Meron ka pa bang baka may nakalimutan ka pa for Comelec? Uh, or any parting words? And uh, Kanina pa tayo nag, uh, nagpipreach eh, nag, uh, papa, nagre-remind. Uh, sa mga yeah. OFWs na lang na, na nakikinig sa atin ngayon, meron ka bang parting uh-huh. words? Meron naman, sige. Sa mga OFWs, mga kapatid, napakahalaga po ng inyong papel sa buhay demokrasya ng Pilipinas. Huwag na huwag niyong kakalimutan yan. Huwag na huwag niyong kakalimutan na mahalaga kayo, na ang boses niyo ay may, may, may bigat. May bigat, may kwenta. So, huwag natin sayangin yung pagkakataong bumoto sa 2022. Thank you so much for this, Sir James. Nako, naramdaman ko yun, ha. Nakita ko pa yung expression ng face Sir James dito sa ating uh, podcast when he said that. We're truly grateful to have you on our episode. Uh, please, huwag kayong magsasawa, Sir James, ha. At uh, panatilihin ninyong bukas ang inyong opisina. Thank you. It really is important to be in touch and in tune with important events, such as the 2022 elections among many things. So to our OFW friends, keep yourself informed and updated abroad by staying connected with everything and everyone you love through Freebie. Learn more about the Freebie app by heading on to their website at www.freebiecalls.com. Follow their Facebook page at Freebie Calls or simply download the Freebie app on the App Store and Play Store. Discarding Pinoy, Discarding Freebie. This has been a truly remarkable episode. What a great conversation. 
I, for one, enjoyed this so much because what stuck with me is how pivotal our votes are in shaping the future. OFW kaman o hindi. Sir James really touched on how every vote counts and that they are doing their initiatives over at Comelect to encourage OFWs. Makababayans natin, living abroad, as well as their families and friends. I'm reflecting on Sir James' comment on the key three elements in choosing a suitable leader this coming elections. Ang advice niya, one, for us to look into our own core values. Yung pinatawag nating paninindigan. Does this candidate share and stand for the same things that we value? Pangalawa, ask what this individual has done in service of his fellow men. And pangatlo, ask, does this candidate have a vision, a clear plan to make the lives of our kababayans better? If yes, how? Highly important questions that urge all of us to perform our civic duty. Choose wisely, make informed decisions, and be responsible in exercising your right to vote. As I close, here's a reminder yet again for both you and me to register and exercise our right to vote this coming 2022 elections. My name is Chloe, and this has been another episode of the Great Connections Podcast. Catch you again next time. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.